gospel reading for this morning is taken from Luke's gospel, beginning in the 13th chapter at the first verse. Luke wrote these things. About that time, some people came up and told Jesus about the Galileans Pilate had killed while they were at worship, mixing their blood with the blood of the sacrifices on the altar. And Jesus responded, do you think those murdered Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans? Not at all. Unless you turn to God, you too will die. And those 18 in Jerusalem the other day, the ones crushed and killed when the Tower of Siloam collapsed and fell on them, do you think they were worse citizens than all other Jerusalemites? Not at all. Unless you turn to God, you too will die. And then he told them a story. A man had an apple tree planted in his front yard, and he came to it expecting to find apples, but there weren't any. And he said to his gardener, what's going on here? For three years now I've come to this tree expecting apples, and not one apple have I found. Chop it down. Why waste good ground with it any longer? And the gardener said, let's give it another year. I'll dig around it and fertilize, and maybe it will produce next year. And if it doesn't, then chop it down. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Would you pray with me, please? Oh, gracious God, we give you thanks for all the blessings of this life. For family, for friends, for home and food and work for the coming spring, for the gift of your Son who leads us in this life. Fill us with hope, fill us with kindness, fill us with gentleness, fill us with your love. Open our ears, our minds, and our hearts to your word for us this day. Amen. Now I'd like for you to imagine with me for a moment that Jim is on his way up to the pearly gates. And you know there aren't really pearly gates, right? It's just a way of talking about things that we really have no other words for, but we just imagine with me for a moment. So Jim's a bit nervous because he hasn't been to church since he got married. And that was the shortest wedding service ever. Well, he finally does get to the pearly gates, and St. Peter goes down the list of all the gyms until he finds this particular Jim Miller. Oh. Well, you see, there's a post-it note here that says Jesus would like a word with you. And Jim starts to beat up in a pretty good sweat. And Jesus comes out and says, Jim Miller, where have you been? What have you been doing? I've been trying to get your attention for years. What do you say at a time like that? Well, I've been home sleeping and reading the paper. Well, Jim says, well, um, well, I've been at the Browns games a lot. Man alive, Jesus says, didn't the Browns have another terrible year? And Jim begins to realize that Jesus isn't really mad at him. You know, Jim, I had so much joy for you. 
but you kept avoiding me. I had so much to give you in life, but you kept on paying no attention. Now you're not going to blow me off again, are you? You will come in, won't you? Now it's all imagination, well, except the Browns, of course. <laughs> but there is truth in it. I think paying attention to God isn't so much about keeping the rules. It's about finding more joy in life. But you know, we aren't the only ones worried about doing the right things or being where we're supposed to be. Because there was a group of Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. Now, we can assume that they were murdered by Pilate while on a pilgrimage to make a sacrifice at the temple in Jerusalem. And then there were the 18 who died when the Tower of Siloam fell. And when we hear about these kind of bad things, we want an answer. And any answer will do sometimes because we just want to know something, even if it isn't totally right. We just need some kind of explanation. So why do bad things happen? Why did Pilate murder those particular people? Why did that tower fall? And how can I avoid such things happening to me and the people that I care about? And the answer we seem to have made comfortable for ourselves is that those Galileans and those 18 under the tower, they must have done something. Because we want bad things to happen to bad people. Suffering should be deserved because we see it as a form of punishment. And we're free and clear as long as we keep to ourselves and pretty much stay out of trouble. And in some instances, if we're honest, the Bible kind of backs us up. We read in Deuteronomy that disobedience results in punishment not only for the disobedient, but for their children, even to their grandchildren. But Jesus doesn't buy into that. Do you think these Galileans suffered like this because they were sinners? And Jesus turns the table and says, I'll tell you what, unless you repent, you will die just like they did. And Jesus calls us to focus on our own lives, to take control by concentrating on our own journeys. Because like it or not, death is always close and not always easily controllable or easily explained away. But we can be certain that death happens and will happen to each of us. It can happen on your way to church. It can happen when you're standing under a tower. It can catch you by surprise. So the owner says, cut it down. Why should he use good soil? The owner says to the gardener. And the gardener replies, ah, let's just give it another year. I'll dig around it and fertilize it. Maybe it will produce fruit next year. If not, then cut it down. And the reading for this morning, it ends with that. It's kind of a strange ending, don't you think? 
But here we are. Today, at least, we have been spared. And perhaps we've been given another year thanks to the gardener. But will we use it to figure out how to bear a bit of fruit? Now, whatever yesterday held for you, maybe even disappointment, mistakes, whatever, here you are today. And today, the gardener is ready to help work through you. Nourish you by the Spirit, feed the roots of your experience. And in this season of Lent, we need to give thanks to the one who's given us the gift of today. And perhaps rather than taking time being concerned about judging the experience of others, we need to take some time examining our own behaviors. The season of Lent is a time to focus not on who is worse or what is wrong with everyone else, but rather focus on what is wrong with me and with you. Now the apple tree was spared being cut down. If you are hearing this, or even if you just happen to be here, you're not hearing it, so were you. So the question for today is, what are you going to do from here? Because there is nowhere you can be that isn't where you were meant to be. And please just remember once again our theme for Lent. All you need is love. And I hope you know that that can be taken two ways. At one level, it means that love is the most important thing in the world. But it can also mean that love is the one thing that you are lacking. The thing you need to work on the most. I'm just saying. 